Hello, hello everyone, Sonia's here, or if you prefer, Skippy. I admit I listen to both names on an equal level. What is this podcast about? Well, it's called Skippy's Corner and it's about anything and everything. Whatever comes to my mind, be it connected to Toastmasters, to yoga, to mindfulness, to meditation, to tons of books... Which I love to pets, guilty pleasures, food, travel, you name it, and I probably would be very happy to talk about. I hope you like it, and if you can, please like, follow, share, and feel free to comment. There is a Facebook page called with the same name, surprise, surprise, Skippy's Corner, or use in the anchor the possibility to message just let me know if there is any topic i should be pouring my mind over and i hope you enjoy it let's go to today's episode hello hello everyone skip is here today i want to talk about something environmental simple reason is today is 26th of march And it is the last Saturday in the March, which is in the worldwide known as well as a day of an Earth Hour. And to be honest, if you never heard about it, the Earth Hour is celebrated worldwide. And it's, as I already mentioned, it's the last Saturday of March. And it shows a support to help the fight uh, against the climate change and commitments towards a better planet. And as I already mentioned, this year, the year 2022, it's the last March, it's 26th, and this year's theme is called Shape Our Future. Before I went a little bit further, I will tell you a bit more about the history. And... The movement started in Australia, in Sydney, when in the year 2007, the lights off uh, went for an hour. Keeping in mind that this is not like saving moment, it's the movement to show the support and ignite the actions to support and make people interested in helping our climate or our planet in in general and it's done by the way that between eight and nine eight and nine in the evening or mo- in the recent years I noticed it's circa 8 30 till 9 30 of the local time when the individuals communities businesses are encouraged to turn off all the non-essential uh, electric lights for just one hour to show the support and as I already mentioned this year it's uh, shape our future and the whole movement started with uh, a worldwide fund for nature or WWF uh, logo you might know it probably and as already said it's here for yay a bit of a years 
And the fact is that it's always amazing to see and hear how various countries and various communities, even the various buildings are turn up, turning off the light for that one hour. And I admit when I was younger, I haven't noticed it that much. Okay, we're talking about that it started in the year 2007. And well, that's what, 25, um, 15 years ago. It might be showing as a tiny little number. But the fact is that even the little bit can help. And there will be a very interesting post on Monday, Tuesday, when I will go to Vienna to meet and see Sadhguru, who is right now doing the movement Save Soil. And he's traveling across the Europe to bring awareness about the fact that we have only around 60 years for the agriculture where the soil we are using right now will be still able to bear the fruits and bear the grains to feed us. And it is the same thing with uh, Earth Hour for me, that there are little things that the awareness of that, that there is something you can do as a person, or you can just get together with your friends and ignite that little spark in the community around you, or you are in the company and you can persuade that company to show their commitment. Or you are living in a city and the whole city will go for a moment into the darkness. It's a great way to show that we do care. The fact is that over the years, yes, we are on top of the beings on, the, on this world, on this planet. But the fact is that our being here, it's not always making the life of every other being that easy. And the fact is that our light smoke or what we produce, uh, the lights uh, over the whole year, that it's just causing the other beings troubles because we are disrupting their natural living cycles and their usual habits. The fact is that technically when you are a daily creature, usually with the sunset you go somewhere, you get into your place and you just sleep till the next morning, the way round, obviously. With that light smoke we produce, it's hard for the animals to understand that, okay, it's day, it's night, which way I'm supposed to exist. And we don't have to go to fact that to animals think about that how many stars you can see at the sky when you are looking up and you are living in a city and to be honest I don't live in one of the biggest cities in the world but the truth is that when I have a look at the sky in the night and there are no clouds at that moment well you don't see that many of that I do remember years ago <laughs> and that was really years ago I went with two of my friends and uh, one of the girls uh, boyfriend and one of their friends we made a road trip and we decided that we will go from here from Slovakia through 
Austria through Alps, we will get down to Italy, we will go around some lakes, then we will go to one coast, uh, through Rome to the other coast, then somewhere, you know, may, maybe Venice, and then just going back home. And it was supposed to be a low-cost trip. That means we had the car, we have our tents there, we have the sleeping bags, we packed very cleverly, let's say it this way, and we went. And our first stop was supposed to be in uh, Austrian Alps and we were supposed to find somewhere, some place and, you know, have a sleepover there in the camp. Everything went almost smoothly, except the fact that I don't think we found the right camp we were thinking about, but because it was getting darker, we wanted to park somewhere and, you know, sleep. So it was a tiny little village. Don't ask me the name. I definitely don't remember. What was the stunning thing was that we were, when we parked, we took our stuff out and we started to build the tents and it got darker. Like, really, the night. It was the summer, so I think it was the end the end of a summer or the start of a summer. It was getting like darker a little bit later. And we built the tents and then we we're just sitting and then we just start to look around and we we're like, wow. And there were just the moments of a silence when you are just, you know, with the open mouth. But well, you can do it in the darkness. No one sees you. Let me tell you that. You can be there and you can just stare at the sky. And the fact was that that was the first time when I really realized how many stars are above us. Because that village was tiny. There were like probably 10 houses as a max. Uh, by the way, no one will come to us at the camp. We just went in there. We just parked and we, we just found the notice that, okay, if you're here, just, you know, do your stuff. You will pay in the morning. And we're like, okay. There was a little brook and we realized that behind it there is a herd of cows, which we found out in the morning because we haven't realized that they are there. There were a few trees and in the night you could hear some bells and we were like, what is it? In the morning we realized that the cows just moved half of a meadow so they were visible like, oh, our neighbors, hello. What was stunning on that evening was the fact that we were able to see the sky. And it was really lucky there weren't any clouds. And you just can see, uh, not, not just a few hundred, I would say probably thousands of stars. The whole sky was just covered with them. And even though there there are many years passed from that moment and I did forget quite a bit of that trip. There is one or there are a few moments which I do remember and one of them is the fact that that evening sky was just amazing. And that's a thing that we don't see in around. Well, seeing an evening sky is not going to save the climate in the reality. But it can make you aware that 
there are steps that you can do as a person. And maybe one day you don't have to go somewhere to a well-hidden little village somewhere in the Alps. Let's be honest, if we don't do anything today, there might be that you won't be going to any village. And right now, even though I'm a big fan of a dystopia, let's not think about it that uh, there is anything bad will happen. And the dystopian authors are pretty good in depicting a very bleak future. But let's be honest, uh, what we do in our daily life is influencing everything around. And unfortunately, in the most of the time, our steps and our doings are not very helpful for the nature around us. Maybe that hour without the light might be a space where you can think about what you could do. Or maybe you just switch off your phone, you will uh, switch off all the other appliances and you're just going to light the candles and you will be sitting with your family and talking. Who knows? It's, it's fully up to you to choose what you can do. You can, till that time, you can maybe read about it. Maybe you just decide that you want to go out and try to see the sky. Maybe you just go for a night run, night cycle. Maybe you just do some yoga and go inside. As I said, you might be sitting down with your family. Maybe you will just cook before it. You will have a lovely family meal. Or maybe you just get together with your community, people living around you, and you will share some news. Or maybe you will do some activities together. Whatever you do, take that hour when you will turn off the light to think about what you can do and what you can change because I know that now I'm taking someone else hashtag but every little matters and every step you do towards saving and protecting the world where we live it's counting it might not be the biggest step that uh, everyone can do but everything what's done is better than nothing. Think about it that that's the way. Even a small little that you can do to protect is definitely a bigger than doing nothing. And with that, I'm leaving you to find out maybe your why, why you will tonight between 8.30 till 9.30 in the evening, turn off the light and show your support.